Hello and welcome to Physician Assistant in a Flash, the flashcard style podcast to get you ready for your clinical medicine exams, end of rotation exam, pack rat, pants, or pan re. By now you should know all of the content and you're ready to start actively recalling the information that you need to pass your exam. Join me if you are ready to become a physician assistant in a flash. Hey, PA podcasters. In this episode, we are reviewing the pulmonology content from the PAEA topic list for the internal medicine end of rotation exam. Pulmonology is 15% of the IM end of rotation exam, and it's 10% of the pants. So whichever exam you are studying for, you're definitely going to want to know palm. The topic list is long because it covers a ton of things, infectious disease, fibrotic disease, obstructive disease, structural disease. Uh, So once again, I will make two episodes to make sure that we cover all the content. Don't forget to check out the link in the podcast description. It will take you to my website and it groups the episodes by content area like pulmonology and it also groups by rotation like internal medicine. So if you're focused on only studying pulmonology, You can find all of my pulmonology episodes in one area. Uh, Same with internal medicine. All my internal medicine topics are in a section as well. And quick study tip. Medicine is constantly changing, but textbook updates can lag several years. For the most part, I try to follow what the textbooks are currently saying because that's what you're going to see on your exams and your boards. I always said that textbook medicine is not clinical medicine. So if I give you an answer that doesn't really jive with what you're learning in school or what your textbooks say, go with your gut. Sometimes I accidentally will give a clinical answer rather than a current textbook answer. For instance, the COPD gold treatment guidelines were updated, I think in 2021, and we're starting to shy away from using inhaled corticosteroids but the textbooks will still be on the old guidelines. I have no idea how long it takes for these changes to show up on your exams, but the moral of the story is, if you're learning something different than what I say in these podcasts, use your resources to settle on an answer. Use your textbooks, question banks, professors, online resources. That's the tricky thing about medicine, and it's something that I really struggled with a lot in school, is... Sometimes there are multiple acceptable answers, but you have to pick the best option. And sometimes you have no idea which of those options the PAEA thinks is best. Okay, sorry about that. Quick study tip kind of turned into a long rant, but I'm done now and I will get you the long-awaited pulmonology flashcards. Describe the pathophysiology of emphysema. Airway destruction distal to the terminal bronchial, causing air trapping. Which careers are associated with developing silicosis? Those working in mines, foundries, or quarries. What medications can be used to manage pulmonary hypertension? Long-term anticoagulation is very important, 
and oxygen. Other meds are vasodilators like calcium channel blockers, hydralazine, or nitroglycerin. What is the diagnostic criteria for chronic bronchitis? Productive cough for three months of the year for two years in a row. A chest x-ray will show thickened airways, increased lung markings. Pulmonary function tests will be decreased, but um, they will have a normal capacity to diffuse carbon monoxide. As a note, the capacity to diffuse carbon monoxide is known as DLCO. Uh, DLCO is normal in those with chronic bronchitis. What inhalers are recommended for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease? Short-acting beta-2 agonists like albuterol, long-acting beta-2 agonists like salmeterol, and long-acting muscarinic antagonists like teotropium or umaclidinium. Inhaled corticosteroids are usually reserved as a last resort. How do you diagnose bronchiectasis? Chest CT. What is the leading cause of a transitative pleural effusion? Heart failure. What is the treatment of choice for latent tuberculosis? Rifampin for four months or isoniazid for nine months. What pathogen causes tuberculosis? Mycobacterium. What is first-line treatment for stable, hospitalized patients with pneumonia? Fluoroquinolone monotherapy, such as levofloxacin, or combine amoxicillin with either doxycycline or azithromycin. Which acid-base disorder do you expect to see with a pulmonary embolism? Respiratory alkalosis. How do you diagnose obesity hypoventilation syndrome? Overnight polysomnography. Describe the presentation of core pulmonale. Dyspnea on exertion, syncope on exertion, wheezing, diminished breath sounds, hyperresonance, distal heart sounds, and hypoxia or cyanosis. What is the major complication of pulmonary hypertension? Right-sided heart failure. 
if pulmonary pressures are high, the right heart needs to work harder to pump. Which careers are associated with developing asbestosis? Roofing, plumbing, insulation, and shipworkers. List the three major types of non-small cell lung cancer. Adenocarcinoma is the most common, followed by squamous cell carcinoma. Large cell carcinoma is the least common type of lung cancer. In a patient with emphysema, what are the expected results of a pulmonary function test? Increased residual volume and total lung capacity, decreased expiratory volumes and vital capacity, and decreased diffusion of carbon monoxide. What is the most prevalent mycosis in the United States? Histoplasmosis capsulatum. What is first-line empiric treatment for an HIV patient with pneumonia? Bactrim. What is the atopic triad? Asthma, eczema, and seasonal rhinitis. Which careers are associated with developing baroliosis? Those dealing with nuclear materials, fluorescent bulbs, aerospace, dentistry, and ceramics. What is the pathophysiology of obstructive sleep apnea? Loss of pharyngeal tone causing airway collapse. There is ventilatory effort, but no airflow. Which lung disease is associated with hyperinflation, hyperresonance, pursed lip breathing, and prolonged expiration? Emphysema. What part of the lung is damaged by asbestos? The lower lobe. Which type of lung cancer is most likely to present with hypercalcemia? Squamous cell carcinoma. What is the leading risk factor for a spontaneous pneumothorax? Smoking. What are some causes of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease? Smoking, obviously number one cause. Alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency frequent upper respiratory infections, 
and congenital defects can all lead to COPD. A patient with no past medical history and no risk factors is receiving a TB skin test. What size and duration would indicate a positive result? Greater than 15 millimeters. What is the clinical presentation of acute bronchitis? Acute cough, no hypoxia, and no evidence of other lung disease or infection. They might have a fever, wheeze, mucus, dyspnea, sore throat, or substernal discomfort. What is the indication for using Oseltamivir? Influenza infection that is symptomatic for 48 hours or less. Oseltamivir cannot be used in newborns less than two weeks old. What is the most common physical exam finding associated with pneumothorax? Tachycardia. What medications are used to treat sarcoidosis? Oral steroids or immunosuppressants? How does chronic obstructive pulmonary disease affect hemoglobin? COPD will increase hemoglobin. It's associated with polycythemia. What underlying disease is the most common cause of bronchiectasis? Cystic fibrosis. What is the most aggressive form of lung cancer? Small cell carcinoma, also called oat cell carcinoma. A chest x-ray shows the left visceral pleural lining migrating toward the midline, while the trachea and mediastinum deviate to the right. What is the best treatment? Needle decompression at the second intercostal space at the midclavicular line for a tension pneumothorax. A woman presents to clinic for her annual physical. She has had no changes to her medical history, but her four-year-old daughter was diagnosed with pertussis last week. What is the recommended health maintenance for this patient? Azithromycin should be given to all household contacts. You suspect a patient has pneumonia and decide to evaluate tactile fremitus. What do you expect to find? Increased tactile fremitus. What is first-line treatment for acute bronchitis? Watchful waiting, 
expressed, over-the-counter expectorants or cough suppressants. The key here is to remember that steroids are not helpful for acute bronchitis. What is the vaccination schedule for influenza? The first dose is given at six months of age and repeat yearly, especially during pregnancy. What is the leading cause of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis? Smoking. How do you confirm the diagnosis of a pulmonary embolism? CT angiography with contrast. All right, that's about half of the content I wanted to give you for internal medicine pulmonology. There will be another 50 questions or so in the next episode, so look out for that. And as we wind down here, I want you to take a moment to yourself to recall three of the flashcards that we did in this episode. Repeat the question and answer back to yourself and really cement that information in your brain. And check back soon for more physician assistant study content. Thanks for tuning in.